Welcome back, everybody, to Real Talk from the Kitchen Table with John and Lindsay Burke. Well, we hope everyone's been doing good. Yeah. You got the giggles again today? Sometimes. They just happen, so. <laughs> well, Lindsay's giggling today. Hope everybody's having a great day, uh, doing good today. I know, again, we've just kind of taken some time off just with the scheduling and everything. Again, we are not at our own kitchen table. Yep. We are at somebody else's kitchen table today. Um, so, I think that'll be all right. Oh, yeah. At least we have a kitchen table this time and not a hotel couch. That is exactly right. So, it's more of uh, what we do, what we what we talk about, what we are. my element with the table, you know? Yeah, I, do. I feel like i got somewhere to put my hands today. Yeah. It kind of makes me feel a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. But today, uh, something really special happened. Um, we are at church up here in Blountville, Tennessee, right around the Bristol, Tennessee, Bristol, Virginia area. And I had a uh, dad come up to me this morning and said, Brother John, I just want to tell you how much uh, my family appreciates you and Miss Lindsay. He said, I was in the house the other day and I kept hearing my son play this video over and over and over again. And people were talking. He said, son, what are you watching? What are you watching? He said, I'm watching John and Lindsay Burt with real talk from the kitchen table. He said, what is that? He said, you know, Brother John and this Lindsay, and he just began to tell his dad about it and just how um, special it was and how much help he was getting from it. So, Max, we want to give you a shout-out today and let yeah, you I'll know see. we appreciate you, buddy, and we're glad you've been tuning yeah. in and watching. And while we're on here, we fail to uh, say this a lot. Make sure you subscribe to this, yes. share it. Um, you know, our burden is just to be an encouragement and a help. Uh, just people dealing with everyday struggles in the Christian life. And, you know, that's what our burden and our heart is. So to finally continue slash wrap up today our series on fear. Yes, third we, episode on fear. The third and final one, we have finally made it uh, through our first series. Yeah. I'd like to say successfully. So. Would you say so? I'd say so. I'd I'd say so. so. so today what we're going to be talking about is the Fear of what others think of us. And this is, to me, out of all the ones we've covered, this is a big one. This oh, yeah. is this is a this is a huge one. And if there's anybody that says that they've never dealt with this, I don't I don't agree with that. I think everyone listening has probably dealt with it. Well, I mean, you always got those people that say, Well, I don't care what other people think about me. I think that's true. We've all probably said but I that. think that's all always untrue to a degree. Well, and I'll tell you, I, you know, I feel like I've said that before, but then I also think that we should care what people think about us and our testimonies. And um, I actually had that talk with my mom when I was younger. And we do want people to think highly of us and, you know, who we are and how we act and how we portray ourselves. Um, but then also it can be a dangerous area when you're there has it. there has got to be a balance i mean i i don't know of one person that they don't want to be a credible person they don't want to be they want to be a person that you talk good about them right. i think i think everybody wants that i mean i think that's a desire in all of us and i think we should you know live the best do the best we can especially for christ but i think there's a there's a certain line where you're trying to be good and to you know portray a good person than just letting that dominate your life about what others think about you. Right. And it can be fearful, but then I feel like that goes back into kind of what we've talked about before where there's judgment, yep. there's comparison, 
because you're just not, you're not living to be what you want to be. You're just trying to not have someone judging you or saying something about you because it's fearful because you want, I guess in reality it's what it is is that we want to please and we want people to like us and we want that acceptance, but we don't know how they're going to react to that. Well, a lot of times I see, I find that people, there's always something about ourselves that we just don't like about ourselves right. and we would love to change about ourselves. And you see it so many times and I think we've all been guilty of we try to be someone or something we're not. You know, what works for one person, it's probably not going to work for you because they were created one way and you were created how God wanted you to be created. So don't let, don't feel like you have to duplicate somebody else. One of the greatest statements I ever heard, one of the greatest quotes I ever heard was, you will never be as good as the copy of somebody of what the original you can be. Right. So the copy's never as good as the original. Exactly. Right. And that's what, you know, I think it's just one of those things where if you're living how you're supposed to and you're living how you think Christ wants you to and doing exactly what you should do and being in the center of his will, then you can't have fear about what other people think because at that point, I think that is when it doesn't matter what they think. As long as you know you're doing right, living right. Well, the thing about it is... Who are we trying to impress? Are we trying to impress right. others, or are we truly trying to impress Christ and really seek what He thinks? I'm, I mean, I, I'll be the first one. I want people to like me. You want people to like you. But when we're worried about what another human thinks about us rather than what the Lord thinks about us, that's a problem. And I think that's a great thought, honestly, because think about, maybe think about somebody that you knew you had fear of what they thought about you. And I think about that, and then I think about the times that I worried about that person and the thoughts that they had about me and how fearful I was of that. Have I ever thought how God was, you know, rating me or how he felt like I was living or how he felt like I was acting? I think many times there's not even a comparison, which which is bad on my part to say, but I hate to say that there have been times where it doesn't even compare. Like, I have not questioned what he thought versus someone else. Well, it's unnecessary pressure is right. what it is. You're putting all that pressure on yourself for a person or a group of people to fall in love with you and for them to like you. And all that is is we think we're, we're doing such a good job when really it's just the devil undermining in what God's created. There's nothing wrong, I don't think, with you know trying to improve things about yourself, personality, I mean, I don't want to be around anybody that's got a bad attitude. Right. If you got a bad attitude all the time, it probably, people would like you more if you had a good attitude. But when you're going and changing the total complexity about yourself and every little thing about you, that's robbing God of what he's created. Right. And I don't think there's anything wrong with noticing something or trying to figure out how to better There's nothing wrong with others. improvement. Yes, absolutely not. There's nothing wrong with that. However, you need to make sure you know why you're doing it. Exactly. And who you're doing it for. Because if you're doing it to please others and not the Lord, then that does need to be kind of a, you know, red sign. But then also, you have to figure out why you're doing it, who you're doing it for. I mean... Well, there's a difference in improving yourself and then totally compromising what you are and who you are. And let me just go a step further than this. Uh, there may be a young person out there listening to this, watching this today. I don't know why this 
kind of came to my heart and mind. You do not have to totally compromise on what you believe and your stand with Christ to improve somebody else because you're scared they won't like you. I don't care who you are, what you are. That is never right, and that is never okay to do. Yeah. You don't want to have to impress other people by changing yourself because if they don't accept you for who you are, then you know they don't deserve to be around you. That's kind of how we've always said things, and I know that sounds kind of harsh, and I feel like, but I told you before, we just kind of are right. that way it's, with ourselves. It's real talk. Um, that's kind of how we talk to ourselves, but if we know where, where we're supposed to be and we're doing what we should be doing, and we are where we feel like the Lord has us, then if you don't accept us, you know, but also, let me let me go back before I say that. Everyone, you're not going to be for everybody. Exactly. Everyone's not going to want to be your best friend. Everyone's not going to want to be in a relationship with you. Um, you know, I think that would be a little crazy if the whole world wanted to Oh, yeah. I mean, I, you, I mean, everybody, when Jesus was on the earth, everybody wasn't for him. Everybody right. wasn't for, you know, Paul. But you still look, I mean, you know, the Lord, Jesus Christ, I mean, he died on the cross for our sins. Right. I mean, because a few Pharisees and a few people didn't care for him, that didn't stop him. And we really went through this um, in earlier stages of our ministry where we had to realize, you know, that's these are things we talked through that you're not going to be for everybody. Right. But you can still be who you are exactly. and be kind and be open to things. Um, but you don't have to feel like that they have to embrace you they need to accept you but they may not embrace you i guess does that make sense so yep. so once you get past that step if you are where you need to be and they don't accept you and you have that fear still then they don't you don't need them no they don't deserve you know i always say they don't deserve you exactly. at that point they're making you feel a certain way and you need to realize your worth and how special you are and how much the lord believes in you exactly. and sees in you and so, you know, they don't deserve you or you deserve better. Right. Um, not that that's like degrading anyone, but maybe there's just somebody, if it's a relationship, there's somebody else for them that, you know, meshes better with them or friendships and things yeah. like that. It's just you're not right where you need to be. Um, so I definitely think that that's a thing we've all dealt with. Well, and I think God's got, and I, I say, you know, say this kind of, I guess, in a, in a odd way, but God's got a tribe. For everybody, right? You know what I'm saying. God's got people that that you are going to connect with, and that you are going to be able to have that transparency. I, you know, I, one of the biggest things I remember when we first got started in the ministry was like, Lord, you know, where's this going? You know, who are we? You know, who who's going to be our friends? I guess in this thing, and it's awesome to think that we got we have friends all over this country. People, you know, listen to this and places I go and preach, and Lindsay sings and I'll be honest, I wouldn't trade them for a million dollars in the world because you want to know why. This is this is how you know it's a God thing. On the days when you're low and everything's hard, those there you can do one or two things. You can even think of those people and think, you know, how God's used them to bless your life and how much it helps you. And let me just say this, don't take who God's given you for granted because we are so, we'll, we'll do that in trying to chase another relationship and we'll forget people back here. But also, going to that second thing, is to have somebody to talk to. Somebody that really cares about you. Right. Somebody that really loves you. And I, this might sound kind of harsh. I don't want to waste my time with anybody that doesn't care about me. I mean, right. I, I mean, if they, if it is what it is, you know, just like Lindsay said, you're not, you're not for everybody. I'm not for everybody. You know, I think, Lindsay, you're probably for everybody. <laughs> and I think this is a hard conversation because it does feel like it sounds harsh. But it's just the reality of it. Like, 
really think about a world, if we lived in a world where all these, you know, women wanted to be with these men and have a relationship or all these, everybody wanted to be friends with everybody, that would be crazy. Right. And we all have different personalities. And so I feel a little better when I tell my, like when I'm talking through saying that. Because I feel like this is harsh, but also thinking about the fear of what others think and how to do this. And like John said, needing to talk to people. You have to process it however is best for you. And you do need those people to talk to because I'll tell you, we even process this differently. So right. just to kind of talk about how I process fear of what others think of me, I'm an overcompensator. So um, I feel like I have to overly, John's smiling because he knows, um, I feel like I have to overly do it or I have to entertain or I have to talk it through or I feel like my personality has to be big to overcompensate so that like people want to, like I want them to like me. And we all want that. We all oh, yeah. want acceptance. We want them to, and so, but I have realized there have been times, and this is super transparent. Didn't realize I was going here, but I've had t- a few times in my life where I told John, "Where you know, I kind of wish I wasn't like I am." Um, and we had serious talks about that, where I just had a few little meltdowns in life before, where I wish I wasn't the type triple A personality or this, you know, outgoing or loud or too talkative because I talk too much, like. There was things that I really struggled with for a period of time where I was like, I wish I wasn't like this. Now, like we said, there's nothing wrong with making improvements and realizing where, for me, I needed to realize there were places where I need to scale back. Still working on that. Probably will work on that my entire life. But I'm at the point now where I don't as much feel like I fear what other people think because I realize I'm doing what God has me to do. And there's a reason why I am like I am. And God has me this way, you know, for John and for our ministry. And so... He's laughing and it's making me distracted. Now I have a fear of what he's thinking and what you're thinking about me. But I mean, I guess that's a good point. As I'm sharing this with you because I'm being transparent, I guess our whole podcast really, especially today, it's like in my head, I'm sharing this with you and I want to be open about it. But I'm sitting here and he's smiling and I'm like, is he panicking that I'm sharing this? Or I'm thinking, but you know what I'm saying? But that's going through my head. And then I think about what are these listeners going to think when I'm talking about this? And so... There's that fear, but also I will say I think there's the times too where Satan will try and manifest himself to mess with you that way. Well, see, and, and sound the exact opposite where Lindsay and the reason I smile is because I just I think it's cute. It is don't get get me wrong thinking well he you know he's so hard on his wife he thinks he you know no 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 I think it's the most precious thing because I just I know Lindsay. And one thing I know about Lindsay is I know her heart. And I know her heart of what she tries to do and what her heart puts out to try to love on people and try to make people around her feel special. And that does my heart good. See, I see she thinks that's uh that's a oh man, I just you know, whatever. Where I think it's, you know, I wish I could be more like her in some ways because I'm very much more, you know, people that really know me, I'm very much more laid back. Um, I'm more of a reserved, which probably isn't great all the time. I'm more of a listener rather than a talker when I feel like, you know, when I'm sitting in a group of people or, you know, out with somebody, I'm like, well, I just really need to, I need to talk. I need to say something. What do I, what do? I do? What do I do? What do I do? Where Lindsay has the words, I have the loss for words. And, you <laughs> so know, we, opposite. and we've ridden down the, the road a lot of times and, you know, I've asked Lindsay, what do I need to do? Because I just don't. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to do the wrong thing. And the bottom line is, you have got to learn just to be yourself. Yeah. I, I, you know, I've learned 
people will love you and like you the most when you show genuine care for that other person, when you take time to listen to them and to their issues, and don't and just try to love. You know, that's what that's what Christ commands us to do. He commands us to love one another. And why do we love Christ so much? The Bible plainly says it because He first loved us. So whichever side of the, the spectrum you're on, whether you're like me and you're a little bit more reserved or you're like Lindsay, you just want to make everybody feel special <laughs> and, you know, make sure everybody's having a good time. All you have to do either way, just make everybody feel loved and special because you think of all the people that you've come across in your life that they've shown you that kindness. They've shown you... Uh, you know, how special you are. I can sit here and name off five or six preachers, you know, since I started preaching, since I God called me to preach when I was 12, I was saved when I was 12, and I can just think through my whole life, even, you know, just people of God that's made me feel special and has loved on me. And you know what, Lindsay, now that I sit here and I think about that, and I think that's the key to this whole podcast, is that's the people I really love the most. Right. And that's the, that's the then that's the encouragement mm-hmm. I, I really get from you know people that's helped us at all lowest times people that's been there not not to try to get anything from us which we ain't really got anything to give but they just wanted to let let us know we love you we think you're special we think you know God's really going to do something with you and I'm going to tell you even just sitting here right now I just go back and think over in my mind just how much that's done for me and grown me as a person. Right. And I know like the topic was fear of sorry, I know I was a little No, I know that no that's good. I know the topic was like fear of what others think, but I think this is kind of taking us into a topic of just honestly being who God wants you to be. Like what John was saying, just really being who who he made you into. And honestly, like I pray that we, we, we have talked about this and prayed about this, and I pray that maybe the Lord will show you this, that, you know, we live this life to honor Him, but also just to help others and right. to serve them. So to make them feel special, to make them feel appreciated, to make them feel their worth, because through Him we are worthy. And, you know, that's a hard thing to comprehend that He loves us that much. Yep. But if He can love us that much, especially on our worst days and the times where we're fearful of how we've acted or how we've done or who we are, if he still loves us, then I want to love like that. I want to be that for someone else. And so, exactly. you know, maybe today kind of as we wrap up that challenge is, you know, I, I thought like there's a few challenges we could give. But the oh, first yeah. one just, you know, really being who God wants you to be, but also just being that person for someone else. So find that person in your mind that has made you feel like John was talking about. And, you know, try and pray and ask the Lord that maybe you can become that person or you can be that way towards someone else. Because there's going to be people that you can reach and love on and make feel certain ways that I'll never be able to. And the Lord's made us for certain people and um, for certain situations and certain circumstances. And so, you know, I encourage you that today. And let me just say this. Don't beat yourself up. So many times we beat ourselves up and we we say something wrong, do something. Learn to give yourself some grace. And if you have a genuine heart where you're trying to love people, you're trying to love the Lord, serve others, serve God, that's all you can do. And roll with the ones that do accept you and pray for the ones that don't and pray that God will put somebody in their lives to help them. Like we said, you're not for everybody. We're not for everybody. But there is everybody for somebody. That's good. And, you know, I think one more thing that I wanted to challenge was just maybe 
Also thinking back to that first point that we kind of talked about of what God thinks of you. So maybe if you're having a hard time and you're in that fearful spot, try and figure out and maybe pray and ask the Lord what he thinks about you and how you act and, you know, who you are as a person and maybe some things you might need to change or not change and that you're doing a great job on. Um, and it's kind of like, I guess, grading yourself and letting him kind of do an inspection and kind of see how you're, you know, how you're doing. And it, it all just rolls back into the verse that we used in the first series and um, the first part of the series. And it's my favorite, Psalms 56, 3. What times I'm afraid, I'll trust in thee. And, you know, the Lord's here for that. And we're here. Um, I know that a lot of you don't know us other than maybe even through this podcast or through social media. Um, but I encourage you that if there's anything we can help you about or talk you through or um, just be there for you, you know that I'm an overcompensator and John's kind of... Like, I'll, li- so, I'll listen to you. I'll whichever one of us, I'll try and listen, I promise. Um, but whichever one of us like that might be a help to you, if there's any way that we can be a help, we would love to. And that's kind of what the Lord's put on our heart um, for this series and just for this time in our lives that when you are fearful, find somebody that can help. You trust in the Lord. Well, Lindsay, we nailed our first series, I think. I don't know how loud that was in the mic. Well, some, like, some of y'all probably eardrums may just bust it, but, um, you know, we apologize for that. But it's been good. Yeah. Uh, today has been Real Talk. From the kitchen table. We love you guys. We love you guys. Have a good one.